Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Shalom, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Mezat Hashem today. We're going to continue on Mesechet Sanhedrin, more than halfway down Yud Gimel Amud Aleph, and we're going to turn to Yud Gimel Amud Bet. We're not going to do the entire Amud like we usually do. This Gemara happens to be very technical, and Bezat Hashem, I want to go through this slowly so we can get this very clear. We're really going to have one section today, which is a clarification of the five opinions in the Brightaot that we spoke about yesterday um, to clarify exactly what their Shitot are and where the debates lie between them. And that was the Tanakama, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, and Acherim. So Bezat Hashem, we're going to start Amar Mar, which is about, I'd say, 15 lines from the bottom of Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. Bezat Hashem, our learning today, as always, should be as a zechut, a big merit for Fuash Lema, a speedy, quick recovery for Yaakov Ben Dina, and we should only hear Besarot Tovot good news. Okay, now yesterday we had a bit of a complicated sugya, and I'd like to run through quickly what we did yesterday, just so that we understand briefly where we're heading in the direction of today, so that hopefully the Gemara today will be even clearer. So let's see. Yesterday, we had a position of Shmuel, who quoted a machlok at Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, which seems to have been debunked, we left off with Kasha, based on a Braita as it quotes Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi's opinions. Now, I'm not going to get back into his positions, but just in very short, Shmuel held that Rabbi Yehuda held, in order for the months to line up properly, it has to be that Yom Tov, Sukkot, Chaga Sukkot, the Cholam Sukkot, all of it is in the autumn. Well, we brought a question against him because Rabbi Yehuda in the Brayta clearly says you only need one day of Cholam Sukkot to be in the autumn, not the entirety of it. And even if one day is, you wouldn't intercalate the year. So it was a double question against Shmuel. We refuted him. Well, we said Kasha. We didn't say Teufta, which is interesting. But we quoted a Brayta yesterday with five opinions. Now I'm going to run through these five opinions briefly outside. And then as we go through the Gemara today, Be'ezat Hashem will explain each of these opinions and come out with a clarity in terms of what their opinion is as well as where the debates lie. The Tanakhama in the Brayta said you would intercalate the year if 16 days of Tishrei were still in the summer. And his logic was, similar to how Shmuel understood of Yehudi yesterday, all of Chol needs to be in the autumn. And therefore, if the summer extends Till the 16th of Tishrei, that means that you're going to have the first day of Chol in the summer. That's a problem because all of Chol needs to be in the autumn, so you'd add another month to the year. That's Tanakhama. Rabbi Yehuda holds, you only need one day of Chol to be in the autumn in order to not intercalate the year. But if none of Chol is in the autumn, you would intercalate the year. He also holds, which we mentioned yesterday, that the day of the equinox, the autumnal equinox, let's say, is attributed to the past season, to the summer, and not to autumn. Rabbi Yossi disagrees on that point. He says, actually, the equinox is attributed to the new season, in this case, the autumn. And therefore, he says, he said two points yesterday, actually. So point number one, he said, is regarding Nisan. If the winter, Tkufat Tevet, carries through 16 days of Nisan, you'll have to intercalate the year. And the reason is because it will result in none of Cholam Sukkot 
being in the autumn, 180 something days later. And he also says if the summer carries through, extends through the 16th of Tishrei, which we'll have to clarify what this means, you would not intercalate the year. Now, this is difficult because we'll see this makes an inconsistency within Rabbi Yossi's opinion. We'll explain that in a minute. Rabbi Shimon was the fourth opinion of the Brayta. He says, even if the summer extends 16 days into Tishrei, you'd intercalate. The Gemara is going to ask, Rabbi Shimon seems to be as the same as the Tanakama. And finally, the, fourth, the fifth opinion in the Brayta was Achirim. Achirim said, even if a minority of Tishrei is in the summer, only 14 days, you would intercalate the year. And this opinion is Bichlal difficult, which we'll have to explain Be'ezrat Hashem as we get to the Gemara today. So let's get started now. If everybody wants to look inside the Gemara, we're going to start... Amar Mar, which is about, again, 15 lines from the bottom of the page. Uh, 10, 12 lines from the bottom of the page. Amar Mar. So let's quote. First, we had Rabbi Yehuda's opinion in the Brayta. Amar Mar. Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Yehuda says, He says like this, If the summer, Tukfat Tammuz, extends two-thirds into Tishrei, then you would intercalate the year. Esrim Yom, which is 20 days. So let's be clear about this. If the summer extends 20 days into Tishrei, so you will intercalate the year. Now let's be clear why that is. Because he holds, then what would happen is the autumn would only begin, begin on the 21st of Tishrei. And since he holds that the equinox, sorry, the equinox, autumnal equinox will only be on the 21st of Tishrei. And since he holds that the equinox day is attributed to the last season, you won't have any of Cholam Oed, because the last day of Cholam Oed Shana Rabbah is actually the 21st of Tishrei, so you won't have any of Cholam Oed in the autumn. That's why you would have to intercalate the year. That was the position of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer, and Rabbi Yossi said, this was the first statement of Rabbi Yossi. He said in that Brayta, We calculate. If into the 16th day, the, the winter extends into the 16th of Nisan, so then you would have to make a leap year. And Rashi explained to us why is that? Because if the winter extends till the 16th of Nisan, what's going to happen is 180-something days later, you're not going to have any of Cholamoid Sukkot that falls out in the autumn. Now, the Gemara says the obvious issue then. It would appear then that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi are essentially saying the same thing. They're both saying that it's necessary for one day of Cholam Oed Sukkot to be in the autumn. So really, what is the distinction between their opinions? So the Gemara answers, and we actually emphasize this already, Yom Tkufa Gomer v'yom Tkufa Matchil The machloket between them is, do we look at the day of the equinox as the conclusion of the last season, in this context, it would mean, is the autumnal equinox attributed to the summer? That's Rabbi Yehuda's position. Or is the autumnal equinox attributed already to the spring, to the, to the, sorry, to the autumn, excuse me, to the autumn. It's not attributed to the summer. It's attributed to the autumn, which is the position of Rabbi Yossi. And this is now going to create an afgamina. Because like this, if the 21st day of Tishrei is the last day of Cholam Oed, so now according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can't have the autumnal equinox falling on that day because that's attributed still to the summer, which means you won't have any of the autumn during Cholam Oed Sukkot. So it actually would have to be that the autumnal equinox is the day before the 21st. Otherwise, if it's the 21st, you'll have to intercalate the year, add the extra month. 
However, according to Rabbi Yossi, as long as the autumnal equinox falls out on the 21st of Tishrei, that would be sufficient because that's already attributed to the autumn. And that means the last day at least would fall out in the autumn and that would be sufficient. Okay, so we understand the machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. They both hold that you need one day of Cholamoe to be you need one day of Cholamoe to be in the autumn. The only question is, do we look at the autumnal equinox as the conclusion of the last season of the summer or as the first day of the autumn? Beautiful. Amar Mar, but now let's analyze Rabbi Yossi's opinion because really inherent in his two statements is a contradiction. Rabbi Yossi says, Shisha chag. So the first statement he says is that if the Tkufat Tammuz, if the winter extends, excuse me, if the the second, this is the second statement, sorry. The first statement that he said was, if the winter extends 16 days into Nisan, so you intercalate the year. Tkufat Tevet extends 16 days into Nisan, you intercalate the year, and we explained because then you won't even have one day of Cholam Oed Sukkot that is autumn, 180 days later. That's what we explained in Rabbi Yos. That was his first position. But then he said, Rabbi Yossi continued, Amar Mar, Shisha Sar if you have 16 days into Tishrei, meaning if the summer extended, Tkufat Tammuz, the summer extended 16 days into Tishrei, En Ma'abrin, you would not have to make a leap year. Now the problem with this statement is, Elul Rabbi Yossi, that would imply that according to Rabbi Yossi, Shisha Sar that you would only not make a leap year if the summer extends only 16 days into Tishrei. But if it extends 17 or 18 days into Tishrei, it would imply that Rabbi Yossi holds, you would make a leap year. The difficulty is that creates an inconsistency in his own opinion. Because in his first statement, the moment before, Rabbi Yossi said, that you would make a leap year if the winter extended 16 days into Nisan, you would make a leap year because as we explained, you won't even have one day of Cholam Oed Sukkot that is in the autumn, which, is mean, which means actually that the, even the 21st of Tishrei won't be in the autumn. But Batsir, if the winter only extends to less than the 16th of Nisan, i.e. till the 15th or less, which would mean that the last day of Cholam Oed Sukkot, the 21st of Tishrei, would be in the autumn already, low. So then it wouldn't be necessary to create a leap year. So we have a contradiction now because in the first statement, Rabbi Yossi seems to hold, you only need one day of Cholam Sukkot to be in the autumn to, to not have to make a leap year. But in the second statement, he says that you would need that the Cholam Sukkot, even from the 16th, would already be an issue, seemingly. If the 16th of Tishrei, the beginning of Cholam Sukkot, is, is not in the autumn, that already would create an issue. This is an inconsistency. So the Gemara says, Lo, no, no, you're misunderstanding. He says like this, Regardless, if it's the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, even the 20th, all of that could be in the summer still. As long as the 21st is not in the summer, the last day of Cholam Oed Sukkot, you don't have to make a leap year because he holds you just need one day to not be in the summer, one day to be in the autumn. But Va'aydi de Tana Reisha Shisha Sarlifnea Pesach, Rabbi Yossi just wanted to remain consist- consistent in his terminology. Since he said in the beginning of his statement, the 16 days into Nisan, which would be reflective of not having even one day of Cholamoy, the 21st of Tishrei, in the autumn, 
So therefore, Tananami, he said in the second part of his statement, Shisha Asar Lefnei Chag, 16 days before Tishrei, into Tishrei. But really, it's the, it, 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 he's, his Shita is consistent. Really what he wants to say is, as long as you have one day of Cholamoyed Sukkot, that's in the autumn, you don't have to make a leap year. That would mean, like his first statement implies, that if the winter extends till the 16th of Nisan, you have to make a leap year because that will mean the 21st of Tishrei, 180 days later, will not be in the autumn. So you won't have any of Cholamoid in the autumn. I said, why does he say in the second statement, you need, you would only, you would not make a leap year if it was only till the 16th of Tishrei? That was just to keep a consistency in his terminology, but really it's as long as one day of Cholamoid is in the autumn, it's sufficient to not make a leap year. Okay, so so far we've explained the positions of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. Let's just reiterate that before we continue. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi both agree, the way we're explaining, not like Shmuel yesterday, is that in order to not make a leap year, you just need one day of the autumn to be on Cholam Sukkot, which means you need that Cholam Sukkot, the last day, the 21st of Tishrei, falls out in the autumn. The debate between them is that the day of the equinox is considered applicable to the last season, which is the position of Rabbi Yehuda, or according to Rabbi Yossi, it's the next season, and that would create a conflict between them regarding what actually has to fall out. Does it have to be the day after the equinox, which is the position of Rabbi Yehuda on Cholam Sukkot, or does it have to be the equinox itself that would be sufficient to fall on the 21st of Tishrei? Beautiful. Now, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon was the third opinion, the fourth opinion in the Brayta, because we so far we had Tanakama, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon. Now, Rabbi Shimon and the Tanakama both seem to be saying the same thing, because they both seem to say that it would be necessary for the 16th of Tishrei to be part of the autumn, which implies they both hold you need the entirety of Cholamoid Sukkot to be in the autumn. But they say the same statement. So the Gemara says, Even if the 16 days, the first 16 days of Tishrei are still part of the summer, you'd have to make a leap year because you need seemingly the entirety of Cholamoid Sukkot, including the 16th of Tishrei, to be in the autumn. So the Gemara says, That's the same position as the Tanakama yesterday. They both seem to hold that you can't have the 16th day of Tishrei to be in the summer because you need all of Cholam Sukkot, which begins on the 16th of Tishrei, to be in the autumn. Turning to Yergimla Mudbet, so the Gemara answers, There is a distinction between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. They both agree you need all of Cholam to be in the autumn. That's true. But the machloket between them is, Yom Tkufa Matchil, the Yom Tkufa Gomer, the same debate that we had, the underlying distinction between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, is a similar distinction between Rabbi Shimon and the Tanakama. One of the Shitot hold that Yom Tkufa, the day of the equinox, the autumnal equinox, let's just stick with that, is the beginning of the new season, and the other one holds the beginning of the autumn, and the other one holds it's the end of the old season, the end of the summer. And therefore, this will create a machloket now, because according to the Shita who holds that the Yom, the Yom Tkufa, the, the, the autumnal equinox, is the end of the last season. So therefore it will come out that you will actually need the equinox to fall out on the 15th in order that the 16th is already part of the autumn so that all of Cholam is 
in the autumn. But according to the Shita, who holds the beginning of the next season, that you only need, that the Yom Tkufa, the autumnal equinox, is the beginning of the autumn, so then you, the autumnal equinox could fall out on the 16th, that's the beginning of the autumn, and all of Cholam Moed would be in the autumn. But the Gemara says, Velo Mesaimi, but it's not indicated. Meaning, we don't know from the Brayta who holds Gomer and who holds Matchil, that's not clear between the positions of Rabbi Shimon and the Tanakhama. Beautiful. So we've explained four Shitot already. We've explained that Rabbi Shimon, beautiful, we could actually line this up nicely. We've explained that the Tanakam and Rabbi Shimon both hold that all of Cholam Oed Sukkot has to be in the autumn. And if that's going to be an issue, you have to intercalate the ear and add the extra month. The debate between them is, is the autumnal equinox the day itself considered the end of the last season or the beginning of the new season. And we've also explained that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi both hold you just need one day of Cholamoid Sukkot to be in the autumn. And the machloket between them is the same story, which is, is the autumnal equinox itself part of the coming season or part of the previous season? So, so far we have two shitot, essentially, how much of Sukkot has to be in the autumn, either just one day, which is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, or the entirety of it, Tanakam and Rabbi Shimon. Now, the fifth opinion in the Brayta was Achirim. And let's continue now with Achirim. Says the Gemara. Second line, you give me a bet. Achirim Omrim. Achirim said the following. Usually in Shas, when it says Achirim, it is the position of Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir, Achirim say the following. This is a very difficult statement. So we're going to have to have, we're going to ultimately have two pshatim, two ways of understanding this. Let's see. He says like this. Mi'uto, mi'uto. So he says like this. Now, we're, we're assuming we're talking about not the Pesach and Nisan, but we're talking about Tishrei, because that was the main topic of discussion in this Brayta. So Achirim says as follows. Achirim says, Mi'uto. As long as even the minority of the month of Tishrei is enveloped in the summer, means the summer extends into even the minority of Tishrei, you'd make a leap here. V'kama miyuto, how much is the minority of Tishrei? Arba'a asar yom, 14 days. Now this seems to be at face value the most machmir of the shitot because what it's saying is, this achirim seems to be saying, if the summer extends through the 14th of Tishrei, which the other shitot didn't agree with, you'd make a leap here. So the Gemara says, I don't really understand this shita. Kama miyuto, arba'a asar yom. My kasavri, what does this achirim hold? Even if he holds Yom Tkufa Gomer, let's say even if he holds the autumnal equinox is attributed to the previous season of the summer. It's not attributed to the autumn. And even if he holds Vekulei Chag Ba'inan, that the entire Sukkot, means even the first day of Cholam Sukkot, has to be in the autumn. Even if he holds that, Haika, you still have that. It means let's speak that out. Even if he holds that the Yom Tkufa, the day of the autumnal equinox, is attributed to the previous season. The problem is, if the summer extends till the 14th, that means the autumnal equinox will be the 15th. The autumnal equinox already, let's say you attribute that to the previous season, even if Rameir Achirim holds that way. Cholam Sukkot is the 16th, that's going to be in the autumn. So why do you need to make a leap year in this situation if the most machmir shita that we know is that all of Cholam has to be in the autumn? According to what we just laid out, you'll have all of Cholamoid in the autumn. So what's the issue? Why do you have to make a leap here in this scenario? So the Gemara is going to show two ways of explaining this position of Achirim. And the first Shita is going to say, Achirim was not talking about Tishrei, but he, and the amount that the summer extends into Tishrei, but he was actually talking about the amount of winter that extends into Nisan. 
Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak. Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak explains this as the first answer. Achirim bitkufat nisan kaimi. Achirim was focusing on the spring in regards to nisan. And what he's really going to say, as we'll see in a minute, is you cannot have a significant, or we'll get to the numbers in a minute, portion of the winter extending into the lunar month of Nisan. That's the issue that he's emphasizing. Now where does he get this from? The Pasuk tells us in regards to Nisan, it says, Shamor et Chodesh Aviv. Literally it means, guard the month of the ripening. But the way we're explaining it is as follows. Shamor Aviv, guard the season of the ripening, Shelt Kufa, which is the season of spring, make sure that the season of spring, that it is in the renewal of Nisan. Now let me just explain this outside, and then we'll see it inside. The renewal of the month is the beginning stage of the month when the moon is still growing. It means when the moon is getting bigger in the sky. It's not physically growing, but from our perspective, it's getting bigger. That's the first 14 days of the month. So the way we're darshaning the pasuk and we're trying to explain achirim is as follows. The tkufa, the season of spring, has to fall out while the moon of Nisan, while the month of Nisan, the moon is still growing. Which means to say is that the spring needs to start within the first 14 days of Nisan. And if the spring does not start within the first 14 days of Nisan, you need to figure it out and make a leap year. So that's how we're darshing the Pasuk. Shamor et Chodesh Aviv. It means make sure the spring, the Aviv, falls out. It begins within the Chodesh, the renewal of the month of Nisan, i.e. within the first 14 days of the month of Nisan, the spring has already begun. And therefore, let's just say at face value what Rabbi Hachirim seems to be saying. Therefore, if the winter extends till the 14th day of Nisan, you have to make a leap year. Because then you have an issue, the spring is not beginning in the first 14 days of the month. Now, the Gemara is going to ask, you don't need to make a leap year. Because I have an alternative in order to fix this issue. What's the issue here? You need the spring to begin at least by the 14th of the month. And it's really beginning at the 15th because the spring, uh, the Yom Tkufa, the beginning of the spring, the spring solstice, I believe it's called, is beginning the 15th. So the question the Gemara is going to ask is like this. Why do you have to add an extra month? That means, that means you're making an Adar Sheni the month before. Why do you have to add an extra month? Just make the Adar Rishon, the one Adar the previous month, Malay, make it from 29 days to 30 days. And then instead of the spring solstice falling out on the 15th, the spring solstice will fall out on the 14th. And that's wonderful because then you already have that the spring is falling out within the first 14 days of the month. So why do you need then, says the Gemara, the way that we're understanding it, to push an entire new month into the year, just add one extra day to Adar, which is perfectly acceptable to make it from 29 days to 30 days. Asks the Gemara, just increase Adar and make it from 29 days to 30 days, and then there's no necessity to add an extra month. Really, that's what it means. Really, what, the, what, what Rachirim is saying is like this. He means to say that from the largest number of days in the month, which is 30, till the smaller number of days, which is 15, that's where you would have an issue. That's what he means to say. Now, let's explain. This is what Rachirim really means to say. Ad mi'uto me'abrin. 
until, and not including until, ad velo ad bichlal, if the winter extends until the 15th, but not till a minority, means not until the 14th, you'd make a leap year. Now let me just explain what that means. The way you have to interpret achirim, it's a little bit of a convoluted way, but this is the way you have to interpret achirim. If the winter takes up from 30 days of Nisan till miuto, till 14, but not including 14, till 15 days of the month of Nisan, you have to make a leap year. Now, the reason you'd have to is because in such a circumstance, adding one day to Adar wouldn't help you because you'd still have the issue that the spring would only begin already on the 15th day of the month. So in such a circumstance, you have to add one more day, you have to add one more month so that the majority of the Nisan is in the spring. But vikama miuto, how much is that minority? yom, 14 days. So let's speak that out. What comes out is like this. However, if the spring begins on the 14th day, so then what's your issue? It means if the yom uh, tkufa, which means the winter, excuse me, if the winter extends till the 14th day, so then you'll say, well, if winter extends till the 14th day, so then you don't have to add an extra month because what you could do is add one day to Adar, now that you added one day to Adar, the winter is not going to begin. The winter is not going to extend till the 14th of Nisan. It's going to extend till the 13th of Nisan, which means the spring will start on the 14th. So that's really what Achirim is telling you, exactly like that. Again, let's just speak out the first way to understand Achirim. If the winter extends till at least most, till from 30 days till 15 days of Nisan, so then adding one extra day is not going to help you because still the winter extends till the 14th. The spring only begins the 15th, so you'll have to add an extra month. You'll have to add Adar Shemi. You'll make Ma'abrin. However, if it only extends, the winter only extends till the 14th, so then what you could do is add one day to Adar. Don't add an extra month. Make Adar from 29 days to 30 days. And then the winter will only extend till the 13th of Nisan. The spring will begin the 14th of Nisan. And what will emerge is you'll have the spring season beginning in the Chidusho Shel Nisan, in the renewal of Nisan on the 14th. That would be sufficient. That is the Shita of Achirim as we're explaining it now. Now the way we just explained it is he's not actually talking about anything to do with Tishrei and Sukkot, he's only talking about Nisan, that you need the, the renewal of the, of the month, meaning the first 14 days, to coincide with the spring. Beautiful. That's the first Pshat in Achirim. Ravina, Maravina says the second Pshat, he says no. Really, like we were assuming initially, Achirim's talking about Tishrei. He's talking about how much of the summer cannot extend into Tishrei. The problem we had with that is, we said, well, why is he saying 14 days? Meaning that even the most machmir shita we said, as long as all of Cholamoed is in the autumn, you don't have to make a leap year. Now, if it extends till the 14th day, the summer extends till the 14th day of Tishrei, all of Cholamoed is in the autumn. So what's the problem? Why do you have to make a leap year? So Ravina, Amar, Ravina says as follows, Really, Achirim was talking about Tishrei. Ve'kasavri Achirim, and this is a chidush, which is the third shita we never heard about. Achirim holds Achirim holds that you don't just need to be in the autumn, but you also need the first day of Sukkot, of Yom Tov itself, to be in the autumn as well. And as Rashi explains, 
if the summer extends till the 14th, and Achirim now we're assuming holds that the Yom Tkufa, the autumnal equinox, is part of the previous season, that means the 15th of Tishrei, which is the first day of Yom Tov, is going to be part of the summer still, and therefore you're not going to have the entire Chag, including the first day in the autumn. That's when Achirim says you have to extend the year and make an extra le- a month in the Adar prior. Asks the Gemara, but where do you get this from? Yom Tov Rishon, why does that have to be included in the autumn, that first day of Chag? The reason we were assuming it doesn't have to be is because it says Chag Asiftiv. The Pasuk says the time of the ingathering, the holiday of ingathering, and you can't do Melacha on Yom Tov, so we assumed, what's the Pshat? This is what we were assuming all along. Either all of Yom Tov has to be in the autumn, or even one day is effective. But Yom Tov, you can't be ingathering anyways. So the Pasuk is not telling us then that Yom Tov has to be in the autumn. So where does this shita come from? Gemara answers, Chag haba bizman asifa. We're not saying the days you could gather have to be in the autumn, which would only include Cholam Oed. Rather, what we're saying is the festival of the ingathering, meaning that's when people are gathering in their crops. What festival are we talking about? Sukkot. Granted, on the first day of Sukkot, you can't gather in your crops, but that's what the Pasuk is to be expounded. It means all of Sukkot, including the day you can't gather in, but that's during the time of ingathering, all of it has to be in the autumn. And therefore what Achirim is saying is as follows. If the summer extends till the 14th of Tishrei, that means that the 15th of Tishrei is going to be the autumnal equinox, and we're going now with the Shitav Gomer Achirim holds, that the 15th is then going to be attributed to the summer and not to the autumn. You won't have the entire Chag, including the first day in the autumn. You'll have to make a leap here and add Adar Bet. Now, that's the end of this sugya, and we're going to stop here, but I want to do a quick recap of what we've just done, because Baruch Hashem, I think we have it much clearer now. What emerges now is we have five shitot, but really they could be broken down and summarized in three. We have the Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. They both hold, you need all of Sukkot, of Cholam Sukkot, which is, means begins on the 16th of Tishrei to be in the autumn. The debate between them is, is the Yom Tkufa, the day of the autumnal equinox, attributed to the prior season, Gomer, it's attributed to the summer, or is it attributed to the coming season, to the autumn, because Matchil. Fine. Then we have the second shita, which is Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. They both hold you just need one day of Cholam Sukkot, which is the 21st day of Tishrei, to be in the autumn. That's sufficient. You don't have to make a leap here. The machloket between them, however, is, is the day of the autumnal equinox attributed to the prior season, which is the word is Gomer, which is Rabbi Yehuda's position, or is the Yom Tkufa, the autumnal equinox, attributed to the coming season, the autumn, and that would be sufficient if it begins on the 21st of Tishrei, because that's the last day of Cholam now we've just been mechadesh, a, a third shita really. In the first pshat, he's not really getting into this discussion about Sukkot or not. But in the second way we explained Achirim, it comes out that Achirim is machmir on both of those shitot. He holds that the first day of Sukkot, even the Yom Tov itself, needs to be in the autumn. And therefore, if the 15th of Tishrei is not part of the autumn, that also would be an issue. And since he holds Gomer, that means that the winter would have to, the winter season, the Yom Tkufa cannot be on the 15th because that would be attributed to the prior season. So it has to be that the Yom Tkufa is only the 14th and then already the autumn starts on the 15th, then you would not intercalate the year. But if the Yom Tkufa, the autumn equinox falls on the 15th, you'd have to intercalate the year and make a leap year, adding that extra Adar in the previous year. We're stopping here at the two dots. About a third of the way down, you'd give him bet. Baruch Hashem, I think we got this clear. And we'll pick up tomorrow with a new sugya. 
And uh, Be'ezat Hashem will continue tomorrow with Yud Gimel Amud Bet. In the meantime, I wish everyone a wonderful day, and we should hear B'Sarot Tovot all the best.